This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Give him praise this afternoon. Give him thanks. Give him honor. The psalmist was in such a situation in Psalm 56, verses 2 and 3, and then verse 13. He said, my enemies will hound me all day, for there are many who fight against me, O Most High. Whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Amen. Then in verse 13, he concluded, what did he say? He said, you have delivered my soul from death. You heard of so many people that have been affected by the pandemic that is going around. May I respectfully ask, I, I, I hope this will not be taken wrongly. Does anybody know anyone that has been, you know, affected with the COVID and possibly, you know, does anybody know anybody that has been affected with COVID? You are aware of somebody that has been affected by COVID? All right. Okay. Just one or two people, right? Does anybody know who unfortunately was fatally affected by COVID? You know, ah, you've been shielded. Hallelujah. I know a number. I know a number. Some of them were uh, old-time colleagues, uh, and, and, and it, it, it hurts. But here we are standing today. Here we are. God protected us. And believe you me, a lot is going on outside there. I uh, don't, if you are, if it's not come near you, I think Psalm 91 is coming through to pass in your life. He said, a thousand shall fall by your nice side and, and ten thousand by your, by, by your side. He said, but it shall not come near you. If it's not come near you, thank God for that. We have reasons to be, to be thankful. Thank God that because if something horrible has happened around us, many will have been very fearful. But God has not allowed that to be your portion. Is somebody rejoicing in the Lord. We have so many reasons to thank him. But this afternoon, I just want us to look closely because I want us to first look at the fact that God has delivered us from fears that could have crushed us. You agree with me? And that's a big deal. It's a big deal. May you not know crushing fear in the name of Jesus. Uh, may you never know it. May you never know it. Some people, they wake up in the morning. They are afraid to rise up in the morning. They know what is confronting them. Oh, maybe once or twice yourself, you're afraid to go to work or you're afraid to face somebody. But it's nothing compared to what it could have been if not for the Lord who has delivered you. You agree with me? And God will continue to deliver us in Jesus' name. I know that shame and, and disastrous ending is not your portion. That's why you are in this room this morning. Amen. You are not among those that we are begging and say, oh, sorry, oh, how did... But God has shielded you and I. To him alone be the glory and the honor. But haven't thanked him so much for all that he has done for us in not allowing fear to swallow us and all the rest of that. I believe we also have reasons to thank this great God. You know, uh, sorry, we, we also have to look into or pray for the next phase of what we need to pray for. That is to pray, as I mentioned to you already, for deliverance from fear. Amen. So even though this is our month of um, fullness, amen, but we also know for sure that fulfillment of fullness can be hindered by fear. And so the topic that I'll be sharing with you today is fear, the great hindrance to fulfillment. Fear, the great hindrance to fulfillment. And the, you can subtitle it, I will not fear. Amen. Our test is taken from Deuteronomy chapter 31, verses 6 to 8. Deuteronomy 31, verses 6 to 8. It says, be strong and of good courage. Amen. Do not fear, nor be dis or afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you, nor forsake you. Do you know that song? Be strong and take courage. Hallelujah. 
Do not fear or be dismayed. Hallelujah. If you have it, uh, just sing along with us and, um, and, and, and just, just worship God. And because let's say that, let that be a proclamation from heaven over our lives. Amen. And let's take it. Be strong. Give me the root quickly. Be strong. Be strong. And take and courage. Take courage. Do, do not fear or be dismayed. For the Lord will go before you, and his light will show the way. Be strong and take courage. Do not fear. For the one who lives within you will be strong in you today. Why don't you give him all of your fears? Why don't you let him wipe all of your tears? He knows. He's been through pain before And he knows all that you've been looking for Be strong and take courage Do not fear or be dismayed For the Lord we go song 
And it's, it's, it's just a, a reminder of what the Lord said unto Joshua because he had a fulfillment that he had to enter into. And this year is running to an end and you have to enter into your fullness. I have to enter into my fullness. And this is the word of encouragement from the throne of God saying, be strong and be courageous. Amen. Do not fear, nor be afraid. And in verse 7, he said, Then Moses called Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel, that's Joshua 31, verse 7, Be strong and of good courage, for you must go with these people to the land where the Lord has sworn to their fathers to give them, and you shall cause them to inherit it. And the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. Amen. I say he will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. And eventually in John chapter, in Joshua chapter 1, verses 5 forward, God retreated that back unto Joshua. He said, Joshua, be strong and be courageous. Go and take the land. I call your name today. Be strong and be courageous. You will possess what God has said before you. Fear will not stop you. Fear will not stop me. And because that is one thing the Lord wants us to take good care of today. Everything. And believe you me, many of us, we think, oh, you know what? Issue of fear. Oh, I, I don't fear. Well, there's nobody who doesn't have moments of fear. Let me be very honest with you. Go and ask David, one of the very strong men in the scriptures. I mean, talk of a strong man. David was. You agree with me? The Bible said, the lion, what did he do to the lion? What did he do to the lion? He killed the lion. He killed what next? And then, anybody that killed lion, bear, and Goliath, what do you think about the person? Strong man. Can anything, anything pull that person down? Oh, yes, that's what we thought. But circumstance changed one day for the same man, David. That a man smaller than Goliath, a man probably not as ferocious as the lion or the bear, he grew afraid of him through his life until God took that man out of the way. The man was Saul. There was something about Saul that David was so afraid of. Even when he had the chance to kill the man, he just couldn't. I know, yes, the anointing, I know that, I know. I know he was afraid of God, I know that, but there was something about this man. In fact, I believe with all my heart, God how to remove Saul for him. So there's nobody who does not come to. There are people that you, you can be very bold with. They say, oh, what can they do? But there are usually somebody somewhere. Some people are even afraid of their own children. Are you aware of that? That they can be very ferocious at work. But when it comes to a child, they just cannot turn their voice. Some people, their circumstances or situations of life. So today the Lord is saying, nothing will stop you. Amen? Nothing will stop you. Jesus Christ, our Lord, rode over and above that. You know, with everybody, the Lord was very, very bold. But there was one man that was almost trying to maneuver because he was so close to him. He loved him. In fact, two of them, I would say, Peter was one of them. If the Lord had not been the Lord, he would have been afraid of them to the extent that they would have derailed him. Are you aware of that? Because in Matthew chapter 16, this man that we so love Peter so much, that, you know, the man must have been praying for him so much that God gave him a revelation that was so way beyond him. You know, somebody acting far way beyond your pay grade. This guy just woke up one day. Jesus was saying, who do men say that I am? Oh, people say, some say Elijah, some say this and that. And Peter just probably with a head cocked to one side, he said, you are Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus said, wow, how did you get that? And so Jesus was so bold over. 
And for many human beings, when somebody has been so important in your life, do you know it's very difficult to change your attitude towards them? You must become a servant unto them. And then in the same breath, this guy came again because the devil knows that's going to be a trap for Jesus. That the mouth that has functioned in his life, that has spoken into his life, way beyond any other person has ever done. That that mouth that we're going to use, it, and the devil came and said, don't go to the cross. But thank God for Jesus. He's never afraid of anyone. He said, get it behind me. Simon. And the man that you are just hugging, practically, and say, oh, you are so wonderful. Why well, you've misbehaved? I put you in the right place as well. May God give you such capacity. We don't need to be, do not be slave to anybody. You know, they are helping you. Yes, if they decide to step out of the lovely, you will say, sir, ma, friend, whoever. I don't agree with that. Because where we are going is very far. Amen. What the Lord is trying in our life is beyond the ordinary. And he will perform it for you and I in Jesus' name. In the first service, I mentioned three main points for them. And I think I should just share that with you as well. I, 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 there are three kinds of bad fears that I, I try to summarize. And I want one, one good fear. There are three kinds of bad fear. The one good fear is an obvious one. You know, that's the fear of God. Amen. That's beyond the scope of this message. And, and, and I will, I will, I will um, not dwell on that. But I'll just quickly mention to you the three kinds of bad fear that we face that can hinder us from reaching our goal and the remedy that we have for them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will not be ruled by fear. And, and I know something is lifted today. It's lifted today. Something is lifted today. And if you are the strong man that you think you are and you are uh, you, you're probably still not getting what I'm talking about. God will open your eyes to see before I finish. And you begin to function and operate at the level the Lord wants to. Number one, fear of what a person is confronting. Fear of what is physically or you know, clearly before the person. You can say fear of what the person is seeing, hearing, or feeling, or whatever. It doesn't be more than feeling, but let's call it seeing. And this is a universal experience of everybody. Hallelujah. Amen. Nobody's immune from that. We, we, uh, you know, uh, there's a saying that says, when a person gets to the place of fear, he will fear. Uh, I, I pray that that fear will not consume you and I. And so you, when you wake up in the morning and you are aware of that, I say, Lord, as I'm going today, deliver me from any fear that will destroy me. It's a good thing to do. It's only the foolish that rushes and say, ah, what is there? Okay, you will soon know. Nobody should live like that. A day that, you, as I mentioned to many of you before, I used to be very accident prone. Many of you have heard it before. When I wake up in the morning like this, before the end of the day, I will have crashed my car. I will have had problems at work. I will have probably cut my hand with it. I was, I mean, my mother got worried that I kept tripping. And it wasn't a matter of sight. But when I knew Jesus. So, no matter what, how well your day is starting, if you don't learn to commit to the Lord, it can go belly up very quickly. For you, you will start well. You will end well. Every hour of your day, it will start well, it will end well. Nothing will overshadow or overcome you in the name of Jesus. But human beings, we do confront fears. Things fearful, they come across our way. When the Lord was going to the cross, I wouldn't call it fear, but it was apprehensive. He was saying, I really don't want to. For many reasons, the Bible didn't tell us why. But I think one of the reasons is the fact that sin will be poured upon him. And he just, he just can't stand sin. It's so holy, it's so different, it's so high and above. To the extent I started negotiating in the garden of Gethsemane and said, Lord, is it possible? Let this call be taken away from me. He got to the moment in his life 
The apostles in Acts chapter 4, verse 28 to 31, they go to a point in their lives, they have been doing miracles and many things have been happening, they go to a point, they cried out unto God, is that, that you were emboldening your servants, that you were emboldening them because at this moment we are G3. And God gave them that bonus. The place where they prayed shook on that day. So it is important for us, brethren, to be aware that we all may have to confront fear. And I mentioned earlier as well, you know, in the morning that, you please, don't, don't, when people are facing things in life, be very careful the way you address them, amen? Uh, you know, don't tell people, why are you afraid? No, no. Where they're afraid is obvious. Uh, if, if somebody is, um, is, is in serious financial strait and, and, you know, debt has mounted and you say, ah, well, well, it's okay, you may not be, but I am. <laughs> and there are things that are smaller to me that are very big for you. I hope you know that. We are all wired differently. Some people, they don't care about as much debt they have. It doesn't bother them. They just sleep well. Some, that's them. Some people, this is just somebody offending them that destroys them. Are, are you aware of that? They may carry them, but they say, ah, that guy was not smiling at me. And that's their day. But for you, if he does not smile, it's his business. You move on. So we all have our moments. But the same remedy we have for all, you agree with me, the same remedy. And the remedy we have for that is that when we are confronted with fear, we must learn to manage and control the fear. Amen. Manage and do what? And control the fear. Turn to God. Look to God. Struggling to look away from fear. And it's a major life principle, a major kingdom principle. Let me tell you, whether it is sin that you are fighting or it is something external to you, avoidance is not the plan. It is substitution that is the plan. So stop trying to say, I won't do it, I won't do it. Just step into something else and get yourself into that thing. Because that's what the Lord Jesus Christ did constantly. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. He was not looking at the pain of the cross. He looked beyond the cross. He looked unto the joy that was ahead of him. So if anybody is probably, you know, having a particular problem, maybe job has not started here or whatever, you just, number one, in the physical, look at what is working for you. Amen. Meditate on them. Is that making sense to somebody? Just, 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 just rejoice in what is working. Uh, you know, and ancient people, they enjoy that. They learn to do that. You kept wondering, why are they happy? Somebody was doing a study all over the world before. I think they've stopped doing it now. I don't know why. And they found that genuinely, I believe, I th or think until they started, those nations started imbibing it, that African nations, when they were using equal skills to measure with other parts of the world, they said they were the happiest. They were in poverty, but they are the happiest. You know the reason why? It's not because they don't think. It's because they've learned to appreciate little things. And here, we have everything. We don't appreciate little things. And I'm sorry, I, if you don't understand, I ask those that, there's, there's what we call pidgin English in Nigeria. You know, they have this ego better. You know, and there's something about it. That whether you like it or not, it's, it's, it's a futuristic. You say, look, something is working. Something is working. Whatever is working, thank God for it. That is the way to confront fears that we face so that we can enter into our fullness. Can I hear amen onto that one? That's why somebody can come from abject poverty and keep believing. Going to school without shoes. But in this place, it's not the problem of going to school without shoes. It's going to school with the wrong brand of shoe. That is the problem. So I have the shoe, but man... It's not Reeboks. 
It's not Nike. And so, a child goes into depression because of that. I hope you are aware. They say, what life is this? I'm wearing, uh, which one? I'm wearing George or Primark. Uh, but the truth of the matter is that when you focus on what God is doing, what has not been done will begin to diminish in pain and then solution will come. Can I have amen unto that one? It's a life principle. The Lord will help you. The Lord will help me in Jesus' name. And also when we go through life, we have been told as well that apart from putting your focus on the right thing, do not, you know, uh, uh, the, the story of those that are, you know, tight rope walking. It's always told, you know, you had of them, they put ropes across a very big gorge and they walk through it. I mean, to be very honest with you, I mean, if they put a plank this wide across those gorges and they tie something around my waist, and tie it to the thing. I can't walk across it. <laughs> I mean, I don't do heights. But these guys, just a, a, just a rope, you know. And they ask them, how, why do you, how do you walk across? It's the same principle. It's the principle that they said that they don't look at the end. They don't look at the right, right, left. They don't look at the right. Where do they look? They just look for the next step. I wish that every one of us, we shall rejoice in the next step for today. You have taken the first step for today. You are here to hear the word of God. Amen. The next step for the rest of the day, the Lord will guide you through them in Jesus' name. We shall reach our destination joyfully. Number two, fear that we all come across. Not only fear of what a person is seeing, not just the fear of what a person is hearing. It could also be fear of what is being imagined. Amen. Fear of what is being imagined. And usually, this second one is a progression from the first one. Hallelujah. The first one is fear of what a person is seeing or experiencing. But sometimes, the enemy knowing the way the human mind works, it will extend it beyond that and start to build upon it to the extent that you don't know reality from what is fake anymore. You know, a person starts thinking that uh, maybe he just you know, heard that, you know, somebody is sick in a far away distance and then start planning their funeral already when there's no need to do that. Some people that have been through bereavement before, every little sickness in the family, the enemy start making them to imagine things. I hope you are aware of that. He keep my So this one will not go. Is the liar or the liar? Is the one that is injecting bad thoughts into our minds? Someone that has failed before. And any time you face any opposition again, immediately the enemy brings it and says, well, just like the last one, this one will be. That's the plan of the enemy. It's fear. Of, imagine fear. Imagine fear. Those are even stretching their imagination to the extent that what their ancestors and forebears have felt, they think that it's going to be their portion as well. It's not going to be. God has drawn a line between them and you. Some are afraid for their children. They say, now that I've been through it, I hope you children, you'll be okay. Your children will be okay. In fact, they will be fine. In fact, they will be very, very fine. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We keep thinking because it's part of the part of the plan of the enemy to use our imagination is what human beings have been set apart, have been given to set us apart from every other creature. And that's why when we see you know, animals like, you know, the other uh, uh, primates, 
you know, um, like chimpanzee and whatever, and they start using implements or they start doing things that are very, very clever for their age, you know, for their stage of, 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 uh, of creation, we, we, we start wondering, human beings, our imagination is very, very fighter. I hope you know that. We can imagine great things. We can imagine bad things. It's imagination that leads people to sin. I hope you know that. They see things. They start imagining. They start imagining how I can have it. It can be person. It can be materials. Because we think so much. And it is our greatest asset. And it's also our greatest liability. May the Lord purify our imaginations. May he give you rich, great imagination. You can think things that are going to change the world. And when you face opposition, you will not succumb unto the negative thoughts in the name of Jesus Christ. Fear of what we have been. So what is the remedy for that? I've started by mentioning that to you in the previous one. It's still the same rule, substitution. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Let's look at that very quickly. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Hallelujah. What does he say? Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on this. Somebody say meditate. You will meditate on them. You will meditate on them. And if you take all the opposite, in Jesus' name, you will not meditate on them. Whatever thing is not, is ignore, what is the opposite of noble again? Ignore, there's something, there's something, ignore something. Anyway, eh? Ignoble, yeah, yeah. There's something called ignoble as well. Yeah, ignominy is the, so whatever things are unjust, whatever is coming to your mind to just say, let's kill them. I, I used to have a classmate, uh, you know, I'm sorry to say, uh, I learned that in secondary school, uh, I learned that he passed away. Uh, he actually was very brilliant, about the top student in our class. Very good with, uh, in, in my set, just about three of us, no, no, about several of us did add additional mathematics in those days. What do they call them now? Further maths? Is that what they call them now? Yeah, very good. Very, very good boy. And then when they were teaching us the law of physics, the law of action and reaction, I remember, I remember where we were on the field on that day. And, you know, vehicles were tra traveling in front of our school. You know, my, I was in a body house and we have a long field that we have a major road ahead. So I think, I don't know, we've just, we've not just finished, for some reason anyway. And this guy said, it would be nice for these two cars to collide so that we can see the law of action and reaction take place. I didn't know how demonic that's, that's boy would be. Eventually, you know, he had issues and, and passed away very, very young. Eventually went to one of the top jobs in Nigeria, but he didn't live long. Those are, those are imaginations that were so, I mean, how cool a young, how, how old were we at that time? From what was that? Maybe around from from three. What is the usual age? From three. If you go to normally, not not if you're thirteen, fourteen, uh, not when you enter school at sixteen, but the normal one that most of us. Hallelujah. Oh yes, yes. Of course. Now, not when you enter school at nine. You know, I I did at eleven, so which is okay. Right in the middle. Hallelujah. So I'm thirteen or fourteen year old thinking of horrific things like that. Those are not things good to meditate. If such thoughts are coming to your life, reject them. Don't ever wish anybody bad. It's part of the injection of the enemy into our lives, and those things they can stop a person from entering where God wants them to be. Whatever things are just, whatever things are what again. Right, very good. You are doing very well. Whatever things are pure. That kind of thought I gave you was impure. Whatever things are lovely, amen. Lovely things, things beautiful, things that are praiseworthy concluded with. 
Things that are excellent. Another version said, "Dream translation. Things that are excellent. When you want to daydream, daydream good things. Do you know it's good? It's not bad to daydream. Daydream, you are very rich, but go beyond daydreaming. They walk. They enter into it. Amen. But it must start with daydreaming. Sincerely, sincerely, great minds they think of great things. I hope you know that. Never ever despise daydreaming." If you just find yourself caught away, you find yourself leading worship to a million people and you pinch yourself, you say, ah, I'm lying. <laughs> you are not lying. It's what happened. Maybe you find yourself, you have a company that you don't even know what to do with the surplus of money you have at the end of the year. Don't pinch yourself and say, ah, sorry, I'm sorry. Don't, you are not sorry. It's going to come to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. So think on all these things, amen? And God, we made them to come to pass in Jesus' name. And finally, is the one that, I, that we need to overfear, that we need to overcome so that we can enter into the fullness that the Lord has prepared for us. Amen? Because fear stopped children of Israel from entering their fullness. I hope you know that. That's what stopped them. Nothing more. That was all. If they had just refused to fear, and God had to say, well, you okay, okay, okay. so far, Joshua, you have been okay. Caleb, you have been okay. Now you are going to be on your own. Moses was a tough man. He was able to fight them back. Young man, you'll be on your own. They will make you to be afraid. But I'm telling you, you must not fear. And so God is saying to every one of us today, fear is what stops a person from entering their promise. And it could be fear that is real. It could be fear that is imagined. Or number three, it could be fear that is imposed on a person. Amen? Imposed fear. And all of this can also be a, 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 a follow-on to the others. I mentioned earlier in the day that researches have shown unto us that people can, 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 can project fear. Not project fear. Project fear is different. Uh, people can emanate fear and people can know you are afraid. And don't, don't give anybody that benefit of knowing that you are. Even God will help you deal with it. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very sorry sight to say. I, I keep begging and shaking. No, don't. No, it doesn't. If you, it may work some other parts of the world, if you have tried, you know that it doesn't work around here. Uh, of course, I won't ask you to put up your hand. Some of you are probably may have, have costed by the police before for something, and you started begging them. You don't do that. If what, what it is, what it is, is what it is. Um, one guy stopped me one time. I don't know, he taught me wrongly. Uh, I was in front of Albay. Um, I was on the right speed. Maybe the usual. I don't feel the profile of the person that can drive my car, but maybe when they look closer, the, the boss saw that, yeah, this one looks okay. Uh, well, initial profile of him doesn't fit it, but when you come close to me, you know that I, I should, uh, you agree with her, so yeah. Yeah, because I know especially on that more. Hallelujah. And so this guy stopped me and they said, was asking for license, asking for everything and was cooking up, well, I believe cooking up, he said, why did I overtake a bus that's parked so that I could continue my journey? And I was just smiling. And it wasn't, I wasn't smiling on the face. I wasn't smiling at him or making fun of him. Just had a smile, even on my face, I said, for no reason, I had to go. So he said, park, 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 I park. Bring my driving as I gave him. So I think his boss came around and said, he's been telling me, let this man go now. You have no point. So eventually, the boss, he was not getting the, so the boss came to my side. He said, I should move out. He said, what do you want me to be doing? You want me to be afraid or, or give you signal that, 
So how many times some of us have got into trouble because we have allowed fear to be imposed upon us? Are you understand what I'm saying? Stand your ground, amen. Even when you're going to apologize, apologize in a decent manner. I'm saying something very important to you guys. Are you listening to me this morning? Wherever you are listening, and the Lord will stiffen you, amen. Even at work, God forbid, if you make an error, just, just, just own up. Just say, well, yeah, I did it. Um, I worked to rectify it sincerely. I'm sorry for putting everybody through this, but no, hey, hey, I'm sorry. Please, no, what was, I'm sorry. I, I hope I'm making my point. All right, so I'll leave that one. Hallelujah. So people can impose fear upon us through our own action that has attracted fear from them. Hallelujah. Animals do it. You know, they have what is called vermeronasal organs. Mm. <laughs> Nobody said hallelujah. Yes. You have to know session. Let me give you something a little bit more. <laughs> now, now, these organs are in the top part of their nostrils. So, they is connected straight to their brain. And so, that's why they sniff. They depend most lower animals. Uh, they depend a lot more on their senses of smell than anything. Uh, they can smell a tiger. They can smell anything, any predator. They can. And so, but human beings, we actually, we actually, we told, we actually have, have it as well, but it's not connected to our own brain. And so to an extent, it can be locally processed. You know, people can, they actually said there are some smell that can attract you to people. Um, I'm not going to be on, <laughs> I don't know. But, but I learned, yeah, I learned that, you know, even normal attraction between male and female can depend on, on smell. Now, what I'm going on about is that please don't give an odor of fear so that you do not become a prey to a predator, especially spiritually speaking. Amen? Uh -huh. They are everywhere. Are you listening to me? Most, more likely than not, there's also a saying that I grew up with. They say boldness is more than medicine. You know, people say they are dreaming. They are dreaming. They are dreaming medicine to me. Most people, they don't get affected by that because they are bold. Those that get affected, they run onto these occultic people who will compound their problems for them. Let me pray one prayer for you. May you never enter into a problem. That will drive you to where you never thought you would ever go. Amen. And don't ever snigger at people that, that ended up that way. Everybody, nobody woke up in life that will end up in white garment church. Sorry, so nobody ever woke up in life that they will try some a little bit of ab on the side. It's when they have tried all they knew what to do. Many grew up in very Christian. I know many good families like that. They were nominal Christian. Problem came and they became different. Demons came and it compounded the problem. Fear imposed upon them. Whatever you face in life, stand your ground and be bold. And of course, you complain against some very unsavory people in industries or in politics. And they are making their way for only one reason. They are exuding more boldness than those that are righteous. Because an eternal law is just the same law, like giving and receiving. The bold, we always made their way. He said, the bold, we always, and it's, it's the righteous that's supposed to be as bold as the law. I don't know what's wrong with, with the righteous that we are not as bold anymore. Let's leave the scripture and let no fear be imposed upon us. Hallelujah. And as we move forward, the Lord will be glorified in Jesus' name. Conclusion We are children of God. Amen. Made to rise over and above fear. God has delivered us from fear and he will continue to deliver us in Jesus' name. I say God will continue to deliver us in Jesus' name. You will not fear. Amen. 
And that's why we're going to confess Psalm 46 right now as you jump up on your feet with me. And then we begin to close. I hope you are going on with something this afternoon. Amen. Hallelujah. Our lives will never remain the same. We move from strength to strength, from glory to glory. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 46, verses 1 and 2, please. Psalm 46. Shall we read together wherever we have one to go? Yes, a very present help in trouble. Verse 2. Therefore, somebody say, therefore. Continue reading. Even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Everybody say, therefore, we will not fear. We turn that to prayer and say, in the name of Jesus, because God is with us and is our refuge, we will not fear. In the name of Jesus, lift your voices. As we are not fearing, we shall enter into our fullness. We shall enter. Nobody will make you afraid. You will be strong. I will be strong. Nobody will stample, trample upon us. Strength of Jehovah shall be our Lord in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jehovah God. In Jesus' marvelous name, we have prayed. Psalms 118, verse 6. And finally, we're going to make another confession there. Psalm 118, verse 6. What does it say? The Lord is on my side. One, two, go. Let's read. Let's start together. One, two, go. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Take it one more time. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Repeat that. I say, I will not fear. I will not fear. In the name of Jesus. Confess that a few times. I will not fear. Whatever I go through, whatever the enemy brings before me, I will stand strong. I will stand tall. In the name of Jesus. I will not fear. I will not fear. The Lord will strengthen and embolden me every day of my life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' marvelous name we pray. And so, Lord, we go forth in your strength. No fear. No shaking. Every obstacle ahead of us, we command them to be leveled now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Where we stand, be strong and take courage. We say that whatever problem comes, we shall command them. We shall command them. We shall command them. We shall command them. And therefore, he said, nothing can take you out of his and nothing can face you that you can't command. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nothing can face you that you can't command. And so take one minute and command everything that is facing you right now. Retrogression, slow progress, sickness, whatever command. You have 30 seconds to command in the name of Jesus. I stand on this altar and I command every opposition, fearful things that I command facing all these your children. I command them to give way now, now, now. And let a way be made for your people, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' marvelous name we have prayed. So shall it be concerning you. What next to do but to rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. So they give us a song and we'll just give our offering unto the Lord and celebrate what he has done for us. Just um, they put the details on the screen as usual. You know what to do. Give up your tithe unto the Lord. It honors God and brings blessing upon you. And we've been a wonderful people who knows the mind of God. 
I will not coerce you. You have testimony of what God is doing in your life already. Give your offering. Give Thanksgiving offering to him in the Thanksgiving Sunday. If you have pledges you've made, give them right now. The details are on the screen. And as you do, then God will be glorified. Give rejoicingly and God will bless you. So, Father, we raise our offering to you. Bless them, Lord. Let your name be glorified in our lives. Thank you, eternal Father. Receive what we have brought and let the memorial be raised for them. Jesus, marvelous name we have prayed. Hallelujah. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.